Welcome to Behind the Tech Scenes Podcast. My name is Kelly Clark. I'm Naisha White. And we are two tech enthusiasts who will be spending some time with you to share what's the latest in tech, what we enjoy about tech, what's making us nervous about tech, and everything in between. So join us as we dive into the exciting and ever-evolving world of technology. Stay tuned and get ready to be informed and inspired. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Tech Scenes podcast. I'm Naisha. I'm Kelly. And welcome to another show. <laughs> <laughs> we here, y'all. Naisha, how was your week? My week has been great, Kelly. It's been um, really good. How about we do this? Tell, tell me one high of your week. Ooh, one high of my week. Okay, I got my car clean. Okay, and that's I know good. that. L- listen, I do not like a dirty car, mm. and I firmly believe that being married means my car should be clean on a regular basis. I agree. I just feel that, and I got my car clean. And my granddaddy used to say, "A clean car rides better." It does. It do. It does. Do. I agree. What was the I high agree. for you? Um, high for me has been. Well, I asked this, and I'm like, I ain't got one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm alive. You got it. I'm here. Ooh. That's my high for the week. Yeah, got hand your lungs. Okay. Oh no, I do kind of have a high. I started packing mm-hmm. for my trip, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it. And I started doing it early. That's a high for me because when I wait at the last minute, it stresses me out. Yeah. So not stressing myself out. That's a high. I love that. Shout out to self awareness. Yeah. I'll be, be running around like, oh, I'm forgetting something. But um, what's on in tech? What's going on out here in these streets? So I, I'm like, we should maybe say this instead of what's hot in tech, it should be like what's cold, what's bad in tech. Listen, what's terrible in tech? Everybody. Y'all, layoffs. Everybody. Layoffs have been happening left and right. I mean, I can't even name them all. I know it's been Amazon, Microsoft, Google. It's the Hunger um, Games out here. Salesforce. Uh, Everybody. All the, all the, uh, IBM. The, all the fangs. Yeah. All the fame companies. All of them, y'all. Like, so it's just been like layoff after layoff after layoff. And if you haven't been impacted by the layoffs, sending you thoughts and prayers and well wishes. You know um, what irritates me about these layoffs? What? Because, Naisha, everybody lying. <laughs> They're not. These layoffs aren't necessarily due to, oh, we can't pay people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They have to They have to make their quarterly goals and their yeah. Their investors are saying, you you need to make your quarterly goal. And the way to do that is to cut salaries. This is true. That's very true. That's what it is, man. Y'all, and there's this website called Layoffs. It's literally layoffs.fyi. Mm-hmm. And they're tracking all these tech job layoffs, the amount, when they're happening, mm. what um, sectors they're in. And um, according to this website, y'all, more employees at tech companies have been laid off in January than in any other month since the start of the pandemic. Oh, wow. Um, Employers in the tech sector collectively have cut more than 150,000 jobs in 2022. Mm. And in just three weeks, Mm -hmm. the first three weeks of 2023, layoffs climbed to more than 30% of that figure in three weeks, y'all. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it's like, I think this is a timely conversation because... And we've talked about this too. Folks glamorize working mm-hmm. in tech. 
Yeah. And it's just like any other industry, right? Layoffs happen. Yeah. And so we need to really be thinking about what skills and what roles are defensible. Like what builds a moat around you? Because, yeah. uh, you know, the first person, the first groups to go are usually talent acquisition mm-hmm. um, and customer success in tech companies. So they're usually the top. Yeah. Uh, and I'll also, I'll, I'll, I definitely tell people, think about what area, what industry you're working in. Because there are some industries that are very conservative with hiring. Mm-hmm. Like think a manufacturing company, think a healthcare company, yeah. like those, they're more like they're not hiring as much. And if you're noticing, they aren't doing Laying these off. large layoffs. Yeah, as much like maybe a few, but it's not happening as much as like these tech companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you also, if you are looking for a tech job, I would say look in companies that aren't tech companies. Right. Um, because most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, they're not doing like these large, huge um, hiring um hiring people like some of the tech companies do so Mm -hmm. and when you think about it every company at this point is a tech company or at least tech enabled i mean it's really hard to run a sustainable business without technology yeah that's for sure so yeah layoffs are happening left and right again if you have been impacted i'm hoping that you can find work very soon if that's what you want to do maybe you want to start something yourself maybe you want to take time to yourself but But whatever you're desiring hope you get it Yeah, and we're not just going to, you know, say that and leave y'all. We have some tips um, for landing your first tech job and hopefully making yourself indispensable. Um, This is Naisha's forte. She's a very passionate advocate about just tech roles outside of development. So, Naisha, kick it off. Like, what do the people need to do to land their first tech job? Oh, gosh. Okay, so there's so God, it's so many that I feel like this will probably actually end up having to be a two-part because there's just so much yeah. things that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the very first things I want to say is just learn how to speak the lingo because when you sound like you know what you're talking about, people assume you know what you're talking about. Even if you don't sound, just sound like you know what you're talking about. Like, and the way you can learn lingo, reading books. Yeah. Seriously, read. like reading, reading books. You can't listen, be in taking yeah, that read. Listening to podcasts, but really I say read books. Um, go to LinkedIn, see how other people are talking, see what they're talking about. Um, like fake, you gotta fake it till you make it. You need to learn how to speak the lingo. Like when you meet when you talk to a recruiter on the phone, you need to be saying all the buzzwords, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And let me tell y'all, okay, honestly, it's so to me, it is so easy on that very first call when you're talking to a recruiter. Literally pull up the job description, pick out some words and say them. Like they say exactly what they're looking for. You just say it back in a conversational way. And they'd be amazed, like, oh wow. Like your recruiter exactly... isn't technical. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you have exactly what we were looking for. And I'm like, I got the job description up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Because is it the recruiter often than not is not a technical person, and yeah. so you can be like, yeah, I write sheep sharp, C sharp, and then I put it in the JavaScript, and then I jet cheap it, and then I'd be like, oh wow, yeah, because <laughs> it's usually and usually it's like a headhunter. Yeah. Often, if it's a big company, it's not even someone that's in house; they're literally hiring a firm. This is true. Learn how to speak the lingo. What about you, Kelly? What's one of your tips? Um, I think getting in the door is critical. Um, I think mm-hmm. a bridge role, right, is critical. But here's the thing. 
And a bridge role, by definition, is a role that isn't necessarily ideal, but it gets you in an industry that you're not currently in. But here's the thing. If you take a bridge role, you have to have a plan. Otherwise, you'll oh, get yeah. stuck. You have to have a plan. Definitely. Um, thousand percent agree. Thousand percent. I always tell the story. I'm like, my very first role in tech, I was doing software development that I was not interested in, like doing a lot of database work and mm-hmm. stuff. And it just looked like a lot of SQL. And it was not, I knew I didn't want to do it, but I gave myself, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for at least six months and I'm going to do the very best I can at it. Yep. And look yeah. at you now. Yeah. It, yeah. You just get in the door. Um, Okay, um, another tip I have is to join tech communities. Mm. I think that's one of the most valuable things you can do because people will share resources not just for jobs, mm-hmm. but they'll also share resources for learning opportunities, internships. Um, and I say utilize, don't just join it, like act to be active in the tech community. Uh, one of my favorite tech communities are Damn black um, techies. I actually wasn't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Birmingham Black Techies, it's um, <laughs> Sisters in Tech. Mm. Sisters in Tech. Um, and I'm probably messing up. I think it's Sisters in Tech Circle or something. Anyway, but it's for black women who are in tech and wanting to be in tech. And I love that community because, like, it's a place where you can ask questions about, like, hey, this is going on in my job. Like, how do I respond to this? How do I react to this? But also, it's a place where people um, just... Like, they'll ask, like, who's hiring? What do I need to do to prepare for this interview? Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you share some tips? Do you work at XYZ? How did you get in? How did you get your foot in the door? So you just have a chance to talk to people, meet people. And let me tell you right now, if you can get a referral to a company, you're already off to a better start. Mm-hmm. You have a better chance. So meet people. Yeah, that's what's up. I'd also say... Um, and this may be another episode, but don't just look at roles that build software. Um, particularly if you're non-technical, there is space for you in tech. And here's the thing about it. being a developer now is a lot different than it was a few years ago, right? Uh, like a decade ago. I mean, you're, the rate in which technology is evolving is the rate at which you have to learn as a developer. And if you don't already have those skills, it can be really hard. Um, but there's so many other roles that, a, particularly, I'm going to talk in the context of a startup, um, needs, right? Like, mm-hmm. let me tell you, digital marketing, mm-hmm. like being able to understand Google Console and Google Analytics and run ads, and not just throw money and run ads, but understand what growth levers to pull, like being a growth marketer and digital marketer. That is such a difficult role to find. Yeah. Especially if you're not on the East or West Coast, like in a big, like San Francisco or New York or Boston. Mm -hmm. It is a very difficult role and tech companies are looking for that role. Um, Customer success, um, business dev, particularly if it's a growing startup, Mm -hmm. like they're going to need people to sell their product. So I say really look in that. And if you're interested in digital marketing, look at, uh, what's it called? Demand Curve, Mm. they have a great course on that that can help you out. Thank you for that that gem. Y'all check it out. Um, I actually haven't heard of that before, so I'm going to check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So another um, tip that I have is to look for paid internships and apprenticeships. 
Those are a great way to get your foot in the door, even great. if you're not fresh out of college. Great. Exactly. Like I think, th- well, there is a misconception that like you have to be a senior mm-hmm. in college, looking for an internship or an apprenticeship. No, no. the game's changed. You can you can be um, pivoting from a different career and look for a paid internship. Um, those are a great way to get your foot in the door because you you got your foot in. I mean, and then also like, so it's really hard. Most of these jobs want you to have some level of experience. So if you have an opportunity to get paid with very little to no experience, take it. Yeah. Like take the opportunity, even if it's not at the company, your dream company or your dream role. Mm-hmm. Don't miss those um, opportunities. And I think that's where people can get tripped up. Is because it's not. This goes back to the bridge role. Like it's not your dream role. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes you just gotta like earn the right. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And like, and I don't like the term "pay your dues." I don't like that term. But really, I mean, you can get internships, freelance communities, right, to build your portfolio. All those things. There's so many options. And this is kind of like this may go off in a little rant, but this we can count it as a tip. Um, I like that you said it's not so much pay your dues, but I would say like show that you're serious mm-hmm. about wanting to land a role. Right. I get it kind of like makes me I'm like, hmm. I get a lot of emails sometimes or people reaching out that'll be like, I want to work in tech so bad. And then the first thing they'll ask me is like, what certification do I need to get? And that tells me one you haven't done any research. Correct. Because, uh, like, if you did, you would come to me and say, I'm I'm considering this certification or this certification. Well, actually, let me back it up. The first thing <laughs> would be to find someone who has relevant experience in whatever you're looking for a certification in. Mm-hmm. If you look at my LinkedIn and you see I'm working in UX, um, and you ask me about, like, what certification should you do for cybersecurity, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I would say um, just do kind of do your due diligence, some research. Yeah. See what are your options, kind of narrow down what you want to do, and then be intentional about finding pe- those people and reaching out to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> I think another another point of that, doing your research, like this is my brand. And I think, anyway, I'm just jumping to it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it just for the money. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean don't get paid. Mm-hmm. You did not hear Kelly say that. <laughs> you need to get paid. Dang. You need to get paid. But that for a career in tech, as demanding as it can be, and sometimes depending on your company, how isolating it can be. Um, and even if it's not isolating, just the the politics and navigating the culture, particularly if you're black or brown, the money ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you really need to think about. And then you're going to be constantly learning, right, in order to stay competitive. So you got to think about why do you really want to do this? Yeah. It cannot just be for the money. And I see that a lot. Folks want to get in tech because they want a free, they want like a a MacBook laptop. Yep. And they want to work remote. And they want to go to conferences. And they there is another side of that that you're going to have to deal with. Um, And, yeah, just make sure you enjoy the company culture. Mm -hmm. Make sure, yes, the salary is good. Ask about the equity. Like, really think about if this is what you want. And to Naisha's point, the only way to really get the real is talk to someone in that role. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, for sure. A good tip would be to, I would say, write down all the things that are important to you in a job and then rank them and then search out companies and roles that are in alignment with that. Like, for instance, um, some examples of some things that could be really important are, of course, your salary, mm-hmm. um, your um, chance for moving up in the company, getting promoted, mm-hmm. um, work-life balance. Um, maybe it's really important for you to be working on something that's innovative and interesting. Maybe job security yeah. is very important. Right. Um, like, so for me, like my top ones are job security, mm-hmm. work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have a good salary. It doesn't have to be crazy big, but I want to have enough where I can get things that I need and some things that I want. Mm-hmm. Not It doesn't have to be all the things I want, just some. Um, so those three are, oh, and then remote. That's also my really, like, those are my top things. So since those are my top things, like it, when I was looking for work, I was like, okay, that kind of like was cutting out a lot of startups. Correct. Yeah. Um, and and so and and it was one of those things where I wanted it all. I also wanted the innovation and the fun. And mm-hmm. then I had to really look and say, okay, now what matters the most? And that one ended up getting shaved off because I was like, you know what? If I have really good work-life balance, I can take on a freelance project that I'm really interested in. Yeah. And get my creative itch. Or I can just do something on my own. On my own. So it's just like, um, I'll just say, you can't have it all. Mm-mm. So just really think about the top things that are important to you. That's smart. And like, if you are one of those people, you want to work in a super fast-paced environment, you want a chance to get in on the ground floor of a growing startup and get you some equity, Um it sounds like, you know, you want to be with the early stage to growth stage startup. Here's the thing. They're going to seduce you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're going to get seduced. Especially if they're growth stage, that means that the CEO is probably really good at casting vision. You're going to get seduced. So here's what you do, Pimpin. Look. <laughs> what if, they need to do. This is what you do. If you want to work for a startup, right, go on Crunchbase or uh, the other one. It's not a pitch book. Hmm. Go on there, look up the startup, and look at how much money they've raised. Mm. Okay? Now, if they're Series C, Series B, Series C, they're a little bit more stable. Series A, they're still really new. Um, It can kind of give you insight into how serious investors are taking them. And if investors are taking them seriously, that's a signal to their longevity, right? Look up the CEO. Look at their background. Mm-hmm. See how tightly aligned their background is with the industry. Oh, yeah. Um, because that makes a good CEO and that can speak to the company's longevity. Negotiate your equity. Um, if you get on the ground floor, they, they say if if your name is like, your if your email is your first name, at so-and-so, <laughs> so, that means you probably got there a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, get your equity. Make that part of your compensation package because it's going to be a lot of work. But if it work, if your work works out, then it could be a huge payoff. So do your research on that startup. Um, look at who works there. Ask to meet with them. Mm. Um, don't just don't just when it comes. What I'm saying is when it comes to a startup, do your research and don't be afraid in that interview to ask 
product questions, ask um, questions about the customer, ask how many customers they got in the pipeline, um, how many deals did they close this quarter? Like that that signals the sustainability of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, ask if they have a growth team. That's a good signal, too. If they have a designated person who's actually selling the product, that's a good signal, too. Those are some great tips. Like, I hope you all are taking notes for what Kelly's saying if you are interested in working in a startup. Um, And that's one thing I didn't do when Mm -hmm. I worked at a startup. I wish that I had known the value of getting some equity. Yeah. Because you're literally, like, if you're one of the first people there, you're building the company. Absolutely. You are doing the work. Like, you are really the foundation. And you should be getting um, paid for the work that you're doing because a lot of times you're lacking work-life balance. You're doing a lot of work in a yeah. short amount of time. So you need to get compensated for that. So I have a story about that. Um, there was a young woman who got in the ground floor. Hold on. Gonna cough. <clears throat> ground floor of a startup. And she was the administrative assistant, then became the chief of staff, didn't have a lot of equity when they sold for a really big amount of money. Sis got mm. six figures. Mm. Like six figures. Hmm. Yeah. And she was not in a technical role. She was hmm. just employee number one and she negotiated her equity. She was smart. She was smart. Real smart. Real smart. <laughs> that is like, that's a lot. And that's like, that can really change the trajectory of like how your life is going. Like that's that's good for her. Yep. Good for her. Um, if you are interested in some startup roles, I would suggest looking at AngelList. Mm. They have some great, they have a lot of roles there for startups. And I like it because you can really narrow down about industry mm-hmm. if they if they give you equity or not. Mm-hmm. Um and you can see like you usually can see like who's the person hiring, which I mean who's like well, the person that's like, I guess, like kind of looking at who's putting applications. I love that because then you can go to their LinkedIn and really check them out. Um, versus I feel like a lot of things on like Indeed or even LinkedIn, you don't know who the person is that you'll right. be kind of talking to. So I love that they give you that information. So check out Angelus. But um, also kudos to uh, this black woman getting them six figures. Get them six figures, boo-boo. Yes, <laughs> yes that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, So um, my last tip would be to, if you are looking for your first tech role, show your work. Yeah. Build in public, babe. Y'all, let me tell you. Okay. This is my pet peeve as a UX designer. Because if you're trying to get in UX, you should understand that a portfolio is one of the main things you need. And, And it's like, and so it really just kind of throws me off when like I'm on LinkedIn. I see people saying like, hey, I'm looking for a role. I'm looking for a role. I would love to be hired. There's no link to nothing that you've done. There's no photos. There's no videos. So it's like, okay, what's making you different than all these other people who are wanting this role? Like, You need to show your work, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not a design um, position. Let's say if it's like coding position. Build a basic website that maybe does something like, I don't know, make it fun. Like maybe it's like, oh, you go to this website, um, you click this or do this, 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 then you get my resume or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if it's something like, let's say it's even something different than that. Um, let's say it's something that 
it's a field where you don't have to have a portfolio, mm-hmm. well, then you can show your work with your words. Like say, let's say, like let's say you're coming from a different industry, maybe sales. Tell people how your experience in sales and what you did there, your tangible results, how those will convey into a, uh, the role that you're looking for and to take. Like just show your work. Show your. Um, I don't want to say show your worth because your worth is not connected with your work. Mm-hmm. However, um, just show like what you've done and. I think a lot of times people have done things, but they kind of don't know that is relevant mm-hmm. because they feel like if I want to be a, I don't know, a developer, but I've never coded, it's okay. Do you have problem solving skills? Mm-hmm. Um, have you, shoot, this is what I would do. Go to YouTube, follow along with some free tutorials where you build something, send a, and then create a GitHub, mm-hmm. share that GitHub link. Um, those are some ways to be creative and just show your work. Yeah, I think I was going to say, you know, last about the product, ask about the product, but I already mentioned that I, I want to put a bow on it. I, I, I want to say this is tech looks a lot different than it did in the 90s and early 2000s. It kind of got this rap about like being the type of industry. If you're an introvert and don't want to talk to people, mm-hmm. then you can be in tech. That is no longer true. <laughs> Like you're not a, very rarely are you a single developer, a single person on the team. You're working in teams with what? What was the average team you worked on when you were working in an enterprise situation? Like the average size of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so we kind of worked on like smaller. Like we had a huge IT. Mm-hmm. And then we had small groups within those groups. So yeah. our group would maybe be like, I'll say about eight people. About eight people, right? And you had to like learn how to interact and mm-hmm. like you were interacting with eight people and you yeah. had to learn these different personalities. So I would say one thing, don't um don't make assumptions that it's just for introverts. You actually have to be social and you gotta talk. You gotta talk. And this is coming from an introvert. Like, I don't care if you're a developer, code, you gotta talk. You gotta talk. You got to talk. And I will say, like any industry, success moves at the speed of your relationships. Treat people well. Yep. Get from behind your computer. Go meet people. And you will see and like build your network. Success mm-hmm. moves at the speed of your relationships, especially in tech. Because ain't nobody got time to be like sorting through a bunch of, of applications. They're going to ask, do you know somebody that can do X? Mm-hmm. It's like Naisha said, it's referrals. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Okay, Okay, so that'll wrap up our tips. Now we just want to quickly tell you some roles that you can think of, that you can consider if you're not interested in coding. So some roles, definitely UX. That's my, of course, that's my favorite because I, yeah. Okay, (laughs) but um, what I like about UX, though, is that it just, people, I feel like, always focus on UX design. There are other areas in UX. You can do UX research. You can also do UX copywriting, which is, I think, is a really cool job. Um, There's also, you can be a sales rep. You can be a tech recruiter. You can be a quality analyst. Quality analysts, they're very, like, um, necessary because they test software. So if you've used something, there have been some bugs, things were acting a little wonky, they probably didn't have a good QA person. So that's a really, I think that's a really cool role to me. Um, There's a business analyst, people who um, they're kind of determining the requirements for tools and processes for project completion. And they actively access things like the um, operations, systems, products, services. There's also a community manager. This is great for the extroverts. Mm-hmm. Be a community manager. Get out there and meet people. 
There's also there's also IT operations managers who to me they do some they do everything. They really be doing everything, y'all. They be, they usually um are over supervising networks, servers, password management, devices, manage installations, upgrades, and things like that. Um, so those are just a few roles. And again, there's so much we can say. So maybe we'll do a part two one day in the future. Let us know if you like that. Yeah, I love that. So now we're going to segue into our shout outs. And I have two. Tell us. Uh, shout out one. Shout out to us. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to be on a panel, Black Women in Tech panel. We're going to be we doing are. that in February, Black History Month, VHM. Uh-huh, um, Black Futures Month, too. Let's yes. look to the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're doing it out here. We um, need a whole new month for Black Futures. We need a whole new month for Black Futures Month. It need to be in the summer. Yes. Yeah. Because why is Black History Month in February? Like, given a Black person did not choose that month. I think a Black person did come up with Black History Month. They chose February, though? Yeah. I want, really? I mean, I don't know why. I know. Maybe we'll talk about that. <laughs> why the shortest one? Why? <laughs> um, anyway, yes. So we're going to be on a panel of uh, with another black woman who's a founder. So we're looking forward to that. And also, Afrotech. I want to give a shout out to Afrotech and Morgan DeBond. And let me tell you why. Because we want to go. We've been trying to go to Afrotech, but my child's birthday always falls on the weekend. And that puts a mama in a very awkward position. I'm not going to miss my baby birthday. I thought about it one time, but I'm not going (laughs) to miss my baby birthday. Right. But now it's like the first weekend um, in October. So November. November. (laughs) See, birthday. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Baby birthday is not. not Listen, all that to say, we gonna be there. We don't know how yet, but we're gonna gonna be be there there. because we're speaking things into existence. And um, from the tongue flows the rivers of life. So we are going to be there in November, and we're probably. I would love to interview some people. Why would I would love to just a street interview? I love to talk to Morgan. Yeah. Wait, Wait. Yeah. We'll talk about this off month. But anyways, yeah. Um. (laughs) That that's our goal. Yeah, we we want to go to Afrotech. Yep. Uh, maybe like we'll probably do like <laughs> I can't imagine us doing unofficial interviews, like bumping into somebody in the bathroom. So hey, how how do no, you like that's it? exactly? <laughs> so we're gonna do that, and I'm gonna get us some t-shirts made with a QR code on the back, yeah. <laughs> and so people can scan it. Like when we're waiting in lines, and they can yeah. scan the QR code, and it takes them to Behind the Tech Scenes podcast. Yes, yes, so we'll be there. We'll Invited be there. or not. <laughs> yeah, we go officially or not. We gonna be there. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, share the show. Check out our link tree link in our description. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Give us five stars. Subscribe so we can go to so we can go to Afrotech. I mean, this is the only way. So yeah, and like I said last episode, you know what I'm saying? If you don't give us five stars, it's gonna beat you up behind Valley Skating Ring. That's just <laughs> what we're gonna do. And take your Jordans. We sure will. We do. <laughs> no, we sure, we sure will. <laughs> and your iPhone, because it's te- about technology. I, I don't really want the Jordans. We take the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we can sell the Jordans out. This is true. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for us, folks. See you next week. Bye.